What if I told you that you don't need a single penny to your name to launch a business that can potentially make you five figures on a monthly basis? That's what we're gonna be going through today. I'm gonna to break down SMMA or social media marketing and how you can start an agency of your own with no money whatsoever. Now, if you're watching this video, I gather that you wanna launch some kind of business of your own. Maybe you're exploring different options. Maybe you've already looked into social media marketing and you don't have the willpower or the roadmap to actually jump in and get started. So that's what I'm gonna give you today. I'm gonna to give you the A to Z, the step-by-step, the roadmap, roadmap to building a successful agency with no money whatsoever. But the first thing we need to do is actually understand what social media marketing is for you guys that, that don't already know that. Now, social media marketing is simply a service-based business. It's person A, which is you or me, going to person B, which is our customer, and in most cases, this is a business owner, and we're gonna provide some kind of service to this person in a bid to improve their overall business. Normally, it's monetary. You wanna help them make more money on a monthly basis. So you could offer them website design, you could offer them Facebook and Instagram management, so putting posts out for them, content creation, videography, photography, uh, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Google ads. You could offer a whole bunch of services, literally tens and tens of services that you could offer a business to improve their overall life and an overall company. So we need to choose that first of all, and we'll get onto that in a moment. The next thing we need to understand is how we're actually going to find clients. So we need to know where to look for, we need to know how to sign them up, what meeting strategy to use, and of course, how to get them the actual results that they desire so we can scale our company, build a team, and build this passive income that we all desire. But before we think about any of that, and we're gonna dive into that in this video, we truly need to understand that the biggest investment we can make when launching any kind of company is in ourselves, is in our mentality and in our routine. So if we ourselves are to be successful, us as a person, me, you, we need to be successful in our personal lives as well. And so we need to start dedicating time to our routine and to self-development. Now, when I first started my company, um, three and a half years ago now, I was working a full-time job, I was working in sales, and I was doing a complete nine to five, but I was working kind of outside those hours as well because I wanted to maximize my commissions and I didn't have much time whatsoever. And so the only time that I could dig out of my life, I was a, I was a late riser, I was waking up at eight o'clock in the morning, I was literally rushing around to the shower, scoffing breakfast down my throat and going straight to work. I knew that if I woke up a little bit earlier, I can get more time out of my day. So I read a book called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. It completely changed my life. It taught me about a solid morning routine. I actually started waking up at 5 a.m. And don't worry, you don't have to wake up at five. Even if you do six or seven, gain an extra hour or two in your day, it's gonna give you so much more leverage in your life. And so I started reading. I started doing a bit of meditation. I just focused time on self-development that I wasn't investing in myself beforehand. And I read a quote somewhere, and this definitely, I'm gonna make a cock up of this, but I, I read that, um, if you expect different results in your life, you can't continue doing the same thing, okay? And I followed that principle religiously. So you need to do the same thing. Let's look at the areas of your life that are maybe bogging you down at the minute. Friendships that you have that aren't benefiting you, relationships that really aren't getting you to where you want to be, or habits that you have that are holding you back. Let's start fixing some of those things um, when you finish this video. And actually, I've got some, some content that'll really help you uh, on that, but you can I'll click some, put some links around here and you can watch that afterwards. So that is the first thing we need, some solid, mental foundations because the motivation we'll find through putting in time to self-development is what will push us forward in times that aren't that easy okay because starting a business 
isn't easy. I'm not gonna sit here and blow smoke up all of you guys and say, hey, yeah, look, you're gonna watch this video, you're gonna sign up clients, you're gonna be making five grand in the next couple of weeks. It's just not gonna happen, okay? You're gonna have to put in work. And the majority of people out there are not willing to put in the level of work that is required to actually build a successful business that has longevity. Get rich quick schemes do not exist. And it's as simple as that. So let's work on ourselves and really build a solid foundation for us, not just for the business. But going back to the business, what do we actually need to start a social media marketing agency? Well, a lot of people think that you need a website from day one, you need a logo, you need to start a limited company. But actually, when I first started my agency, I didn't have any of that stuff. I didn't have a website until a year into launching my company. I didn't have a limited company and since I, until I actually signed up my first client and uh, I didn't even have a logo at all, okay? In fact, I actually did have a logo, but I think it was like Times New Roman font from, uh, from uh, Google Docs and the sneeze. <coughs> okay, I haven't got guys. Oh no, we can't say the word. Please beep that out because I'm gonna get downranked on Google because that's the world we live in these days. But anyway, yeah, I didn't have any of that when I first started. I signed up my first client without it. My first ever client was actually just signed to Jordan Platten as assigned to my business. Now, you don't need that stuff. And I didn't need that stuff to start making money from my agency. But that's not to say I wouldn't recommend you having that stuff because the industry has changed um, and there are a lot more people about than there were when I first started out. So I always recommend agencies when they're first starting to create a quick website on Squarespace or Wix, okay? Super, super easy to use tools. I've got a video on Wix. I can put that in the description or we can put it above here if we're putting so many cards up. Sorry, Dan. Um, and uh, if not, then um, yeah, we'll just put some links in the description. But there are so many templates that you can follow on these websites to create really, really simple and easy to navigate websites, okay? All you need on an agency website when you're first starting out is a landing page with a bit of about us, like about you, uh, your services, so just what you actually do, but do not put any prices on there, and a contact us uh, form, okay? That's all you need. Because when we actually start reaching out to companies and we start emailing them, if we're emailing them from a custom business domain and they go to put our website website in that says page not found, it's not really going to have a positive impact on us. And they're going to think, well, if this person can't even market themselves, then how are they going to be able to market for me? So create a very, very simple, easy to use website. Same again with a logo. You can literally use a logo generator. Costs absolutely nothing. Again, I'll put a link somewhere around here. We'll definitely put one in the description, actually. And you can use a logo generator to create one for your website based on the themes and the, the other logos that you actually like. And it will take you less than five minutes. You do not need to be spending days and days procrastinating on that. Now, when it comes to launching an official company, in some countries, you are charged to actually set one up. Now, if you're in one of those countries, I would recommend you waiting until you sign up your first client before you establish that business. There's absolutely no harm in doing that. Or you can start off as a sole trader or a sole proprietor. Um, again, that doesn't cost you absolutely anything to get started. But you don't really have to worry about any of that until you sign up your first client and you want to get contracts sorted. So those are the foundational basic stuff, but it's very important for you not to procrastinate over that. And I've seen so many agencies that don't even get past that point because they're sat there trying to tweak their logo and a website and their messaging when they haven't even got any clients yet. And the reality of it is it doesn't matter at all and it's going to have very little impact on your ability to sign up your first client. Just get the basic foundations there and move on to the really important stuff. Okay, so moving on, how do we actually find and sign up our first clients? Well, I always recommend to new start agencies to start local because what we need as a new start business owner is an in. We need some common ground with the companies that we're actually reaching out to. And that usually is us being local, okay? So if I reach out to a local restaurant, a gym, or a 
chiropractor, for example, and I give them a call, I arrange a meeting with them. If I'm a local face, I can talk about local things and that is my common ground and I can build a quicker rapport with that business owner and they're more likely to work with us. Because when I'm first starting, I don't have any case studies. I don't have any results to show them. I can't wow them through that. So I need to find whatever the closest common ground is that I have with those potential clients. So start off local and it's usually the easiest place for you to sign up clients. And of course, using your existing network. If you know business owners, if your family know business owners, put a post on Facebook, say you've just launched an agency, you're looking to take on clients. And if any of your friends know any business owners that they can recommend over to you, you'll be surprised how quickly you can get yourself off the ground by leveraging your existing network. But let's say you are starting to build a list for local businesses, the ones that you're going to reach out to, then I like to use a tool like Facebook. So let me just uh, let me just share my screen or record, I should say. And if we just go over to Facebook and we put, for example, if you wanted to reach out to restaurants, you could do restaurants, uh, restaurant Norwich. Okay, this is where I am. And we go see more places. And here we literally have a list of loads of different restaurants in the local area. We can do that for another niche just to show you. I'm just going to do some pretty basic niches, uh, gyms. Norwich, or we could do gyms near me. Why is that coming up like that? Okay, and here we go, we've got loads of gyms in my local area. Okay, from here, I can go onto their, their, their page, I can then go onto their website, I can see if I can find the business owner's details, I can go on Company's House if I'm in the UK, which is a UK, which is a company directory, or wherever you are in the world, you could search your country and then business directory, and you'll be able to find the business owner that way, or go on the company's About Me page, or look on news articles. There are so many ways that you can find business owner's details. And we we always want to make sure that when we're building our list of people to reach out to, we are building a list of the decision maker. You do not want to waste your time reaching out to business pages. We need to speak to the person who's actually going to make their decision on whether or not they want to work with us. So start putting together a list of the local companies in your area that you can start reaching out to and making sure you find all of the business owners details, their phone number and their email address and just create a quick Google Doc. Super, super easy or Google Sheets, I should say. Super easy, log that and then you've got a hit list for you to start reaching out to. Now, when you actually start reaching out to those businesses, there are a number of ways that we can do this, but I always recommend people starting off with a multi-platform strategy. What I mean by this is hitting people from absolutely all angles. If you have five friends, you wanna reach out to those five friends, you're not gonna just call each every one of them because you know some of your friends are useless at answering the phone. You're going to WhatsApp one, I message the other, maybe message one on Instagram DM and probably call the other two, okay? So why would we then follow one strategy when we're trying to reach out or gain business for our um, for our agency, okay? We just wouldn't, okay? So anybody who's trying to sell you on some strategy, which is one size fits all for SMA, they are just talking bull, okay? It doesn't exist. We need to follow a multi-platform strategy. So we will use whatever information we can find on that business owner. If we can find their Instagram, we will DM them. If we can find their LinkedIn, we'll DM them on there too. And if we can find their email address, hey, look, we'll send them an email as well because we don't know whether there's going to be one of those platforms that that business owner uses more regularly. And of course, if we have a phone number, make sure you cold call them. Now, cold calling can be incredibly daunting when you're first starting out, especially if you haven't done it before. Believe me, when I first started cold calling, I ran to the edge of the office. I was shaking with my script in my hand. I was absolutely terrified. I quickly became one of the best performing cold callers in that company because I was forced into a position. I was actually in a lot of debt at the time and I needed to get myself out of that. And so I forced myself to become a good cold caller. But my biggest bit of advice to anybody who's afraid cold calling is just believe me on this one and it's not an easy one. It's just repetition. The more you call someone, the more comfortable you will get, the more fluent you will get with your script and the more confidence you will have and the better cold caller you will become. Cold calling for local businesses is without a doubt the most effective way for you to reach those companies because it's a human voice on the other 
other end of a phone with a local accent, okay? So make sure you go do that. And if you wanna learn more about cold calling, I've got a whole cold calling series on my channel. We'll put a playlist link in the description, or if we can, we'll put a card up above this video. So go watch that after this. Now, after you've found some potential clients, you now need to sign them up and have a meeting. And you can host your meetings on either Zoom or Google Meet, so digitally, or physically in person. If you're going local, it's great to go physical because you can use all your body language and you can actually be in front of someone. Um, but if not, Zoom, Google Meet is absolutely fine. We've all become very accustomed to using those digital tools uh, during everything that went on last year. So secure your meeting and then follow my very simple three-step strategy. So first thing we want to do when we get on a meeting is we want to build a bit of rapport, okay? Talk about the weather, talk about sports, talk about some kind of common ground that you have with that business owner or just simply say hello and ask them how they are. And then we want to jump into stage one, which is the discovery stage. So in the discovery stage, we want to learn as much as we possibly can about this business, okay? What products sell well, what products don't sell well, what days they're busy on, what days they're not so busy on, and why, okay? We want to dig out as much ammunition as we can from them. We want them to open up their heart and tell us all of the problems they have as a business so we can use that as ammunition later on in the meeting. And most importantly, away from just the kind of nitty gritty questions about the products and when they're busy and not busy, uh, we want to ask them about their revenue. And this is something that can be very uncomfortable as an agency owner just starting out, but revenue is very important to discuss in a meeting because we need to get that business owner excited about earning more money. So ask them outright, so what do your revenue figures look like at the moment? Okay, find out what their monthly figure is. And then you want to find out, okay, so where should your revenue be? What's your revenue, revenue target? And get them attached to that target. Okay, ask them what it is that's stopping them to get to that point on their own. Again, keep this stuff mentally in your mind or be writing notes if you're on a digital meeting and use this as fuel later on. So that's stage one. Second thing we're going to do is go through our presentation stage. This is where we're either going to show them the existing results that we've got, compare them to one of their competitors, or we are simply going to talk to them about Facebook ads and exactly what we can do for them. This is where we need to overload the business with value and educate them on whatever service it is that we're actually offering them. So for example, if it's Facebook ads, we need to make them understand why they need Facebook ads to grow their business online. Now, if you're an existing agency, we've got existing case studies, we can show our case studies here, we can compare them to one of our existing clients which are very similar to them, and then they're gonna be able to envision themselves in the position that they're in. Or if you're just starting out, you've got nothing like that, then you can use the law of comparison. Find one of these this business's competitors that are already doing or doing a good job at what you are trying to offer them. So if you're offering Facebook ads, find one of the comp their competitors that are running Facebook ads and show them the ads that they're actually running. And it's gonna make this business owner be a bit standoffish. They're gonna get a little bit jealous. Now, hang on a second, we're, we're way better business than they are. So if they're doing Facebook ads, if they're doing this, if it's good enough for them, then it's definitely good enough for us because we are a better company than they are, okay? So it's gonna create that, that entrepreneurial spark, that fire in their belly and it's going to make them a little bit uh, jealous of that company and it's going to it's going to create the desire for them to have the service that you are offering for them so we need to create all of that desire in the presentation stage then the final stage is stage three and that is simply the close this is where we're going to get them signed up but at this point we want them begging us for our service and essentially selling themselves to us i can't count how many times i've had a meeting with someone and by the time we get to the close that business owner is trying to convince me why we should be working with them instead of the other way around and that's all through giving them as much value as possible throughout the meeting and creating 
creating that desire. So at the stage uh, of close, we need to make sure that we tie up any loose ends, ask them if they have any additional questions, and then give them our service price. So as an agency owner, there are many ways that you can price your services. And to be honest, it depends on what service you're actually offering. But generally, we have value-based pricing and time-based pricing. I'd always recommend you going for value-based. And what this means is we're going to charge based on the value we can bring to the company, as opposed to charging based on our time through an hourly rate. Now, this isn't scalable. We only have so many hours in the day. So once we reach our time cap, then we physically can't get any more revenue. So push sales, uh, push time-based pricing away from the start and focus on value-based. Now, if you are offering, let's say, a Facebook ad service, you can charge anything from $1,000 to $10,000 plus for your service, depending on the size of the company. And that's why we need to understand what their revenue figures are like. But if you're first starting out, I wouldn't recommend you going anything over $1,000 because the most important thing when you're first starting is not making as much money as possible. It's getting that first case study, which you can then leverage to sign up more clients later on. Now, when you're a more experienced agency owner offering ads, you can even drop in commission-based pricing, so performance-based fees. And that's what we do in our agency now. So we charge a heavily reduced service charge at around $2,000. And then we charge around 5 to 20% of the amount of money we actually return for these businesses. So if my agency, the Affluent Agency, makes one of our clients an extra $100,000 this month, and we have them on a 10% fee, we're going to charge them $10,000 as a performance-based commission check. And that can get very, very juicy when you're well-established. We had a client literally two weeks ago, I think they paid a $23,000 invoice or pound invoice just from one week or seven days worth of performance commission. And I'll throw up that invoice around here. That client alone pays us over 60,000 on a monthly basis, but don't get ahead of yourselves. You only wanna charge those commission fees when you actually know you can get incredible results for your clients and you have the proof, the case studies to actually be able to leverage to get that client to say yes to those fees in the first place. So that's how we can close someone. How do we actually get them results? Well, I'm not going to bother going through all of the mechanics of what services you can offer right now in this video. But if you do want to offer an ad-based service, then watch one of our ad training videos on my channel. I literally teach you from start to finish how to launch your first ever Facebook ad. And we have a whole bunch of resources that can teach you how to do that. Absorb information online and learn how to master one service. But the one thing I would always say to anybody who's starting an agency is do not try and be the jack of all trades. Don't offer a whole bunch of different services. Pick one service when you're first starting out and just master that one thing and sell that one thing to your clients. If your clients need additional services, they need web design, they need content creation, then outsource it to an agency that specializes in that and take a fee off the top of it. Charge 20% to that agency as a finder's fee for the referral. And that way it saves your mental space and it saves you having to jump around fulfilling all these different services and it gets really, really messy really, really quickly. So. I think we're pretty much there. The last thing we need to talk about is how we actually scale a business. And at this point, we do need to invest some money. But it doesn't matter because you've already got started with no money and you've already signed up clients. So when we do get to a point where maybe you're at like six to eight clients, where it becomes really hard to manage both selling and getting new clients and fulfilling services yourself. So you're gonna have to start building a team. And that is the most incredible thing. When you get to outsource, when you get to build a team, when you start to regain freedom back within your life, at which point you're gonna be happily happy to to invest as much money as you can back into the business so you can continue it growing without you having to do all of the work yourself. You might want to invest into 
server training, into getting your website rebuilt, into design work, into having your social media produced really, really well. There are many ways that you can reinvest into your business and any good agency owner will reinvest as much as they possibly can into their company to propel it forward above all of their competitors that are still set on keeping their profit margin at 90%. Now, you can do that if you want to, but realistically, any good solid agency with longevity will reinvest as much into their company as they can because they're seeing the bigger long-term picture. So that is how you start an SMMA with no money whatsoever. <laughs> I need a breather after this video. Information overload, you probably got loads and loads of notes. Go back and watch this video and take as many as you can and go implement everything you have learned today. But for those of you that are watching this and thinking, do you know what, Jordan, I actually have got some money I can invest when I first start out. I don't wanna just stumble through this and connect all of the dots myself. I wanna learn from somebody that's done it and has built an incredibly successful agency. Like me, when I first started, I had a bit of savings. I invested into a lot of training. I invested into mentorship and coaching and I learned from people that are already very successful in the industry and if that does sound like you I'd like to invite you to click the link in the description and check out the Affluent Academy it's our agency training program with over 40 hours of content over 100 lessons where we literally break down every single molecule of what it takes to be successful as an agency owner how to start how to build how to scale and how to outsource and uh, gain the freedom back in your life we have no upsells whatsoever unlike other programs out there we literally give you the whole lot in one place and you get one-to-one -one access with me because I'm personally dedicated to helping all of our students be as successful as they possibly can be. So guys, that's it. Get stuck in and I'll see you later. Cheers.